Good morning, good morning, or afternoon. It just really depends on when you are tuning in to this episode. This is another episode of the Awkwardly Honest Podcast. I am your host with the most, and all I like to eat for breakfast is French toast. Nico the man, a.k.a. Salvador Domingo. Shout out to my nigga Clay English. I just wanted to say that. But nonetheless, good morning, y'all. It is 5 a.m. where I am. What time is it where you are? Don't really matter. Ain't like you can tell me anyway because this is recorded. But I hope y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful morning because I am. Why? Because I get to do my podcast and I get to talk to some of my favorite people in the world. That being you. So... What's on the agenda for today's episode, you asked? I'm glad you asked. Today, after plenty of controversy on my Facebook, plenty of people calling, texting, being upset with me, plenty of the plenty, I'm going to give my top five starting lineup for the NBA of all time. And to make it even better, I'm going to give y'all five reserves. So if you don't know nothing about basketball, just sit back, strap on your seatbelt, and just listen to a familiar name. Listen for a familiar name. I appreciate you listening anyway. But, 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 before we get started, I want to make sure I tell y'all, follow me on all social media platforms. My Instagram is Nico the Man underscore N I C O D A M A N underscore. My Snapchat is the Man Nine O One D A M A N Nine O One, and my Cash App is the Man Nine O One. There you go. So yes, without further ado. I'm going to go ahead and jump straight into this. And just just so I can, you know, just go on to FYI, just in case you ain't noticed. My podcast is a little bit short right now, but they're going to get longer as I get guests and as I get better with the podcast. So shut the fuck up, sit back, cut your motherfucking headphones or radio up while you at work, ain't doing shit, or maybe you playing the game, and fucking listen. Maybe you agree with my top 10 players of all time, lineup-wise. All right. Now, we're going to go and kick this thing off. At point guard, at point guard, my facilitators of the floor. Starting, I got none other than Mr. HIV himself, Magic I Don't Use Condoms Johnson. Yes, Mr. Magic is my first player that I would have selected, and he's my starting point guard on my five. Mr. Johnson, if you did not know, has five NBA championships, three MVPs, for my people who are not good with acronyms, MVP means most valuable player. He has 12 all-star appearances, and he's a Hall of Fame inductee. And he was 16 playing point guard. Do I really got to go into much detail about that? I'm talking about ask Michael Jordan, whoa, Mike ass out, couldn't do shit. Man, Mike couldn't fuck with a picture of him. I don't want to make too many people mad, so I'm going to give you my reserve at point guard. My reserve. Easy. Easy. It was a bunch of people I could have chose. Allen Iverson, you know, D. Rose, 
Damian Lillard, uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, and just a bunch of motherfuckers I could have chosen. John Stockton and all them. But you know what? I'm a big guy. I'm big. I like to eat. If you can't tell. So, I went and got Chef Curry to cook. Yeah, Chef Curry, my second PG. I know some of y'all are like, bro, how you give me this? Shut the fuck up. This is mine, not yours. You make your own. Yeah, Chef Curry, my, my backup PG coming off the bench. The greatest shooter of all time. Steph Curry can shoot, take a shot from California and it'll hit the basket in New York and switch nothing but net. Nothing but net. Him and Clay Thompson created the first light-skinned duo that people were actually afraid of. You step on the court and saw them two pale motherfuckers on the court? Come on, man. Ran and snip and letting that motherfucker rip. Switch, 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 switch. That's all you see. Don't, oh, and don't let Chef Curry get the cooking in the pot. Oh, it's over. It's over with after that. Will he put that chef hat on? It's over. If he make two to three threes almost consecutively, because if he make them consecutively, y'all might well leave the arena. That shit over with. That game over with. John finna drop 35 and go uh 10, goddamn 10, 4, 11 from three. But... I ain't gonna just, I ain't gonna, boy, I can talk about my nigga Steph all day. But we're gonna keep it pushing. My shooting guards, that's my two guards. This shit was easy. Like, it really wasn't a question. Starting, starting, I got Mr. Killer Nigga over my J's. I got Mr. I fuck with y'all, but not like that. I got the black Tom Brady on my team. Michael Jordan, man. Not Michael B. Jordan, but Michael Jordan, man. Yeah, yeah, one of the goats. Yeah. You talking about asshole. Yeah, I like Mike. Mr. Hey, go kill that nigga for my jazz. Like, John ain't never got to play basketball, play a sport, pick up a sport, be an exec, because he suck at being an exec, too. He's, for those who don't know, he's the exec over the Hornets. He's been over them for forever, y'all. And LaMelo Ball is the best draft pick he's had. This nigga's had CP3. Plenty of people. Plenty of people. But he sucks at the GM role. But this man has never had to do anything else. This man has probably the greatest brand of shoes of all time. Like, all time. Not to mention, he was a monster on the court. Jordan's most iconic play to me was that buzzer beater where that camera angle at the right angle and when he'd shoot it, you can see him just glide in the air slightly to the left like as he's up in the air releasing. And when that motherfucker swish and he get the arm, like, you know, swinging his arm, pumping his arm, man, that shit is the most beautiful shit I have seen, bro. That, that, that right there, I love watching that play, bro. I like watching Jordan before he became an asshole, when he was, like, humble. Not necessarily saying that, you know, it, the play was different, but it was just, like, a smooth, like, I guess because he was getting D, he was getting little boy, you know, for a couple years. So when it was his turn, he, you know, he lived up to it. But I love how he was just like, okay, okay, well, y'all talk crazy to me. All right, well, let me go quietly, go get this 20, 25. Oh, okay. Oh, you niggas getting old now. Oh, bet. Say less. Yeah. Hey, what was that shit you were talking, Larry? Hold up. Magic don't go nowhere. What was that shit you were talking? 
Oh, oh, Kenny, Kenny the Jet. Don't go nowhere. Remember, y'all was kicking my ass a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, I really shouldn't have to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. My boy MJ got six championships, five MB MVPs, 14 All-Star selection, and my guy was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Not once, but twice. How the fuck you get double inducted to the highest level of, 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 Fucking graciousness in a sport. I don't know, but he did it twice, two times. And it's just like, that's Mike. And then everybody had a, the debate on who uh, the GOAT is. Hold on, let me hit my water. I'm having a little dry. Woo, if you can hear that. I would apologize, but then I'd just be lying to y'all. Fuck y'all. Anyway, y'all know I love y'all. But, yeah, man, Mike is Mike is in a class of his own when it comes to mentality. Like, I know Tom got the killer mentality. They say Jordan, you know, got the killer mentality. But he in the league of his own. Dude would literally, if you coughed on him wrong, he would find a way to take that cough in his mind and twist it into disrespect and tear your fucking mouth out. You know what I'm saying? And he he gave birth to one of my favorite players, and it's funny, his reserve, his backup, is who he gave birth to. Not literally, but figuratively speaking. Coming off the bench is Jordan 2.0, Kobe being Bryant. And everybody know how he's Jordan 2.0. Everybody. The fadeaway, the dunk, all this shit. And he coming out of high school. Fresh out of high school, y'all. He told Michael Jordan he was going to be better than him. Like, come on, y'all. Come on, man. You saw in the documentary what Jordan said about him. Who was that kid out there taking out a shot? Like, damn, Kobe was the truth, man. And for those who lack the comprehension level to know what all Kobe Bryant has done, Kobe has won five championships, one MVP, 18 All-Star selections. RIP to Kobe being Bryant. Can we get a moment of silence, please? That's what he did to all the arenas in the world. Made him go pure silentio. Y'all, I hate that he was killed in this crash. I, I, I really, 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 really do. I hate the fact that we didn't get to see his daughter become what she was going to become. We didn't get to see Kobe drift into the next phase of his life. You know, we... We didn't get to see any of that. We were robbed of all of that, unfortunately. So he was just he 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 was just like I said, Jordan two point Like he wanted to be Jordan. He wanted to be better than Jordan. Everything. So like it was only right if I you know if I go get the goddamn manufacturer, it's only right I get the car that was created by him. You know what I'm saying? So. R.I.P. Kobe Bean, R.I.P. to Michael Jordan's executive career because he sucks at it. And, uh, um, and, yeah, those are my two shooting guards. So, 
Before I start the small fours, just in case you need a recap so far, my two PGs is Magic Johnson, five championships, three MVPs, 12 All-Stars, and the Hall of Fame inductee. And Chef Curry is the reserve, three championships, two MVPs. Uh, the championship still, the fourth one is still pending. Uh, he's in the playoffs now in the conference finals. And six-time NBA All-Star. My shooting guards, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, six championships, five MVPs, 14 All-Star selections. Inducted into the Hall of Fame twice. I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck he got twice. Best shoes of all time. Not to mention... He's just fucking hilarious. And his reserve is uh, Jordan 2.0, Kobe Bean Bryant with five championships, one MVP, and 18 All-Star selections. Now, it's getting tight now because we with the big dogs now. Yeah, this is what most of my arguments seem to stem from when I get to the big dogs because it don't seem like nobody like the big dogs or don't like the big dogs that I choose. But get what? Did my shit. You can go make your own. I'm telling you. But starting off with small forward. Starting. Starting. So the person lining up at the three on the court with Magic at the one and Jordan at the two. It's the GOAT, man. Come on. Straight from high school. Born in Akron, Ohio. Single parent. Come on, man. LeBron... The GOAT James, three championships, four MVPs, 16 All-Star selections, fresh out of high school, lived up to the hype, didn't let nobody down, didn't disappoint nobody. Yeah, had a few meltdowns, but I mean, he was a, a, a kid, like he was young, and he had some adult meltdowns, but nonetheless, bro, that man there is, he, he, he defined the game, bro, like, he redefined the game, bro, like. It's ridiculous. He's literally a point forward. Like, he's Magic Johnson on crack. Like, Magic Johnson was like 6'10 playing point guard. LeBron is like 6'10 and can play all five positions. LeBron finally, when he developed the three, an outside game, it was over with. He could put you in the post. He can drive about the best driver of the basketball I've ever seen in the words of motherfucking Skip Bayless. And I can't do nothing but agree. LeBron is the GOAT, man. Like, I don't see how you can go against that. I don't see how you can be against it. That is my starter for my small forward position. Now, his reserve, his backup, ain't no walk in the park, ain't no pushover either. Because guess what? When LeBron gets tired. I'm bringing another big dog in to punch you in the mouth. Yeah, and get what? He 100 pounds less than LeBron. Look like a walking motherfucking toothpick, but he's seven feet. And he'll let that motherfucker rip. You let him get going, you can leave the city. It is a wrap. You can go and catch a flight back to where you came from. You can go and go about your business. It's old with my man, Durantula, Kevin Fucking Durant. This man's nickname is Durantula. Not Tarantula, but Durantula. Come on, man. That's one of the hardest basketball names I've ever heard. Durantula? Come on, man. Long let I'm talking about 
Y'all, wingspan from here to Mexico, y'all. I'm in Tennessee. Tennessee to Mexico, how long that boy wingspan is. That's the Durantula, man. Like, I remember watching him in, in Texas. I'm talking about skinny as hell. Tan some up. I'm talking about Jersey, big as hell. Jersey look like after you and your girl get through fucking and she grabs some clothes to put on. Uh, grab your clothes to put on just to go do something. That's what his jersey looked like. Big as a motherfucker on him. But get what, though? Niggas weren't fucking with him. And, yeah, he did some sucker shit to go get his rings. All right, cool. But they flew to him. They begged him to come join. But, nonetheless, my guy got two championships, one MVP, and ten times he's been called to be an all-star. Whew. That small forward right there, that group right there, bro. Them niggas in the two hundred two tournament together by themselves is 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 hell on wheels. You talking about a five with them two coming up, one coming off the bench and one not? Man, look, if you ain't never been scared, you should get scared because that shit right there. I, I I wouldn't even know what to do. Literally, if I seen the bus doors open, Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant got off of the bus, I don't even want to know who else on that motherfucker because them only three positions. I just tell my team, hey, y'all, let's just, is this how them world teams feel? Like when we go to play them, like Spain and Russia and all them. Like, is that how they feel? They be like, all right, y'all, we got the chance then when they see Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Charles Barkley, and shit like that, getting off the buses. They like, all right, so guys, change the plans. We're just going to go out here. We're going to have fun. We're just going to, you know, do the best we can do. Hey, nothing hurts a failure but a trial, right, guys? Like, is that the speech they give? Because... This shit is crazy. And I still got two more positions to do. I haven't even got to my favorite position. But I'm going to press forward and power forward. My starting power forward. One of the quietest. I don't think I've ever heard this man get upset or heard him say anything crazy out of mind. Damn near. I ain't never heard this man talk. Damn near. I ain't never seen this man do an interview. Now that I'm thinking about it. Damn, I don't think so. Anyway, starting at Power 4 for me is the big fundamental, Tim Duncan. Five championships, two MVPs, 15-time All-Star, Hall of Fame inductee. The big fundamental, y'all. Y'all, this man has the most boring is but killer. Ooh, excuse me. Shit, y'all. Screw y'all. I work two jobs. I'm tired. Anyway, he has the most boring but most dominant game of basketball you probably will watch. Tim Duncan don't do nothing too flashy at all, if at all. But best believe... He gonna go get 25, 10, and 2, at least. And it's gonna be the smoothest, boringest 25, 10, and 2 you've ever gonna see. 
But God damn it, they got them the five of them things. That was just a boring team other than, who was it? Was it TP or Ginobili that did all the flashy shit? One of them, but it, that was like a big boring ass team, bro. Like the Spurs didn't spell excitement to me. It was like, oh, these nigga gonna win, but it's finna be so goddamn boring in the manner in which they win. Oh, excuse me, shit, just yawned again, y'all. Screw y'all. But yeah, we got Timmy, Timmy, Tim, Tim, starting at the four. And coming off the bench is his reserve. He's probably one of my favorite people in the world. Y'all, one of them, y'all. This man is hilarious, y'all. I could literally watch him do interviews and shit all goddamn day, y'all. This man is hilarious to me. He was cool with basketball. He chose a terrible SEC team to go to. He was good in basketball. Really fucking good. It took me a minute to realize what he was actually good at because... You know, I'm I'm used to all the flashy shit, but I like old school game because it was like, bro, I'm going to beat you in basketball. This game is nigga finna humiliate you in basketball. So, said all that to say, out of the University of Shitty Auburn, Charles Chuck Barkley, y'all, yeah, I fuck with Charles, y'all. He didn't get no ring, he didn't get no ship, but. Nonetheless, y'all, this man was hilarious, y'all. He didn't take no shit. He would throw them things. Charles would throw them things. You try Charles, you want to. Charles would let him fly. Fuck is you saying? I fuck with Charles, y'all. But Charles won one MVP. He was 11-time All-Star and two-time Hall of Fame inductee. How did these niggas keep getting in here twice? It's people who ain't in there once. And these niggas in there twice. Y'all greedy. Like, what the fuck y'all get inducted, then put on a hoodie and get back in line and reapply like... What the hell, man? Y'all niggas is weird, bruh. And the funny thing about it is I don't remember seeing Charles with shoes or many commercials. But now, Charles is on every motherfucking commercial with his bad knees ass, ugly walking. Ain't nobody walking as ugly as Kenny Smith, though. With his knees pushed in, legs popped out ass. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, that's that's my two for the power forward. Tim Duncan and Charles Barkley. Oh, motherfucking K. Let's go. Let's go. My position that I love. The five. And I ain't talking about Vice Lord Nam. When I say five, I'm talking about the center position. My number one in starter and really was the only one I needed. Judge your mammy, argue with your mammy named Tammy. But my starter and reserve for the centers is Shaquille motherfucking O'Neal. You can't find me another person with the dominance of this man walking the planet. You cannot. This man was seven feet tall, maybe seven one, and a fucking gazelle. If you don't know what a gazelle is, that's a small deer that is very light on their feet. This man was 300 plus pounds. 
light as fuck on his feet. I mean, it was, if somebody could have been created in the lab, I feel like Shaq was a first test run in the lab. He, if he ran the 40 out, no cap, my football players and athletes, and you'll understand. If Shaq ran the 40 in his prime in Orlando or coming out of LSU, I swear to God, I honestly wholeheartedly believe Shaq could have ran a 4-8. Because Shaq, Shaq was moving. Bruh, you go look at them highlights, bro. Look at them highlights. Look what Shaq do to Tim Robinson. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Fuck, what's what's buddy name? Hold on, give me one second. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm about to tell you right now. Hold on, bear with me. Judge me, hold on. Hold up, I'm trying to find this nigga name. Y'all got me bound. Uh, hold on. Research department, what you got for me? Oh Lord, I, oh Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. Hold on, y'all. Nah, I'm gonna get this right. Yeah, I'm sorry, not David Robinson. It was Tim Robinson, my retarded ass. Yeah. Tim Robinson and who else was on that team with him? Um, uh, fuck. It was David Robinson. Hold on, y'all. I'm waiting on the research department to get back to me. David Robinson. And, um, uh, was it Tim Duncan? Nah, it was David Robinson and another, like, elite, um, David Robinson and another elite center. And I can't remember which center it was. But, oh, David Robinson and Patrick Ewing. That's who it was. David Robinson and Patrick Ewing. Straight ragdolled him. Wasn't even close. Like, like not even, not, not even close. Y'all, I don't care what y'all say. It ain't a man in the world that can fuck a dude. This man had the NBA change a rule for him because it's called Hackershack. Shaq was a terrible free throw shooter. For those who didn't know where Hackershack came from, Shaq was a terrible free throw shooter. So... Uh, but on the other hand, you could he was so dominant on offense and defense. I mean, you couldn't fuck with him, like, period. Like, nothing you could do. It got to the point where teams said, okay, we can't stop him on offense, correct? We can't neutralize him on defense, correct? But... I found a small flaw. He can't shoot free throws. So, we're going to put one dummy in the lineup, and we're going to foul the shit out of Shaq. We're going to make Shaq shoot 30 free throws tonight. Every night, we're going to make Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, shoot 30 free throws. Shaq would make one of them motherfuckers. So, you imagine leaving 29 points on the board. 
it got so bad they named it Hacker Shack. Because they didn't know whether it was a foul or not. They were called offensive fouls on Shaq, but never defensive fouls because he's so dominant. He don't know if they smacking on him or if he just little boying them out the way. And me personally, I feel like that was kind of messed up. But at the same time, they still couldn't do nothing. Because what did he tell Charles the other night? I got four of these. You ain't getting none. I got four. You ain't getting none. And speaking of, excuse me, if y'all hear me burp, my bad, man. I got acid reflux. Judge me, man. But I love seeing him and Charles Barkley argue too, y'all. If you don't watch nothing, please watch them on TNT before, during, and after the games. Them folks is hilarious. I don't really even feel like I should say anything else about Shaq. Excuse me. I don't think I need to. I think the center position is solidified on its own just because of that one person. But, you know, I said Shaq was my one and my two, but uh, I'll give another one since you guys want another one. Since you can't do nothing, you can't put Shaq on there twice. You can't put Shaq on there twice. You can't be Shaquille and Shaq as your two reserves and your starter. So, i give you one more. God damn, leave me alone. <sighs> Last but not least, his backup, Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. Oh, yay, Hakeem. Bernardo. I fuck with Hakeem. He got two championships, one MVP, 12-time All-Star, and a Hall of Fame inductee also. Uh, oh, and did I leave off Shaq was a Hall of Fame inductee? Well, I'm going to read it again. Four championships, one MVP, 15-time All-Star, and a Hall of Fame inductee. Now, he should be in there two, three, four, five motherfucking times, y'all. If y'all going to put Charles in there twice, he should be in there three, four, five motherfucking times. But there's neither here nor there. But, yeah, like I said, Hakeem the Dream, Elijah one is probably one of my favorite centers as well. His physicality, his fitness. He wasn't as physical as Shaq. Nowhere near. The nigga was built like a pencil. But... Nonetheless, it was his movement, the way he could finesse the air and do things like that, and ultimately made himself just a great player. So, all right, guys. Without further ado, I think that should wrap up my five and their reserves. Yeah, man. Come on. Clap that up. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all shouldn't have, man. Y'all shouldn't have. Stop it. Stop it. I'll be here all week. Stop it. Anyway, yeah, man. So I think that wraps up the whole starting five and their reserves, y'all. And if you joined in late and you missed some some form of the beginning of the podcast, don't know how, well, you can just rewind it and re-listen to it. But at point guard, we got Magic starting. Chef Curry coming off the bench. Shooting guard, we got Mike starting, Kobe Bean coming off the bench. Small forward, we got the GOAT, LeBron James starting. We got Kevin Durantula Durant coming off the bench. Power forward, we got Timothy Big Fundamental Duncan. Coming off the bench, we got Charles Anthony Barkley. At center, we got the greatest fucking basketball player as far as physicality and dominance goes of all time mr shaquille o'neal his reserve is shaq 
His third string reserve is Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. And yeah, so that wraps up this episode of Awkwardly Honest. I want to thank you guys for tuning in again and always tuning in. This what, week two? We got another podcast? Okay, look at me. Yeah, come on, y'all. Keep that encouragement going. Please, please, please. And if you would like the visuals for this podcast, please, please, please leave a comment. Message me, text me, call me, email me, tie a note to a birdie, shoot a note uh, a note in the sky, have an airplane, draw something with the clouds. Let me know you guys want the visuals because I have them. I just haven't put them out because I didn't think you guys would want them. But I'm going to start putting them out. So please stay tuned for my YouTube links. You can already go subscribe to my channel if you want to. It's Nico Demand, N-I-C-O-D-A-M-A-N. It's old content on there for you guys to watch, enjoy, and get to know me better, possibly. It might be some people in the videos that I am not cool with, not with in a relationship no longer, but that's neither here nor there. You, them, and anybody else that got an issue can kiss my dick. But, yes, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on every platform. I stated that in the beginning. If you don't feel like going back and rewinding and listening, I'll say it again. Follow me on Instagram at NicoDemand underscore. That's N-I-C-O-D-A-M-A-N underscore. Snapchat, Demand901, D-A-M-A-N-901. And my cash app is the same, D-A-M-A-N-901, I believe. If not, type in my phone number. But... I appreciate y'all. Uh, I blessed y'all with no commercials on this episode because I just didn't feel like plugging in my commercials. And I'm still working and getting them better, y'all. So I appreciate y'all for growing with me. I appreciate y'all for staying loyal and rocking with me. But at the end of the day, if you ain't Juice Crew, then you really ain't about shit. So last but not least, always remember in your darkest, darkest moments, in the moment where you feel like you have no one to turn to, you got nowhere to go, Everything seems like it's so bad you are at your bottom. I want you to look yourself in the eyes, whether it be in the mirror or mentally, and I want you to always remember me saying this, and I guarantee you to make your day. What it do, Juice Crew? Y'all be blessed.